0: emotional sobriety. Flash forward 70 years and join psychotherapists and best-selling authors Tom Rutledge and Dr. Alan Berger, who have taken up the mantle of exploring Bill Wilson's new frontier. Welcome to Emotional Sobriety. I thought that was Warren Zevon. It is
1: Warren Zevon. What's the one? It's it's about a werewolf? Werewolf from London.
0: Yeah, Yeah, that's the only one I
1: know probably. He was, uh, oh God, you should, you would love Warren Zevon. You really would. I'll, I'll, I'll give you some other thoughts about him, but it's, uh, um, yeah, because he saw a werewolf of London drinking a pina colada at Trader <laughs> Vicks. His hair was perfect.
0: As um, yeah, were, werewolves would have perfect hair. Like, remember think, when Jack Nicholson played one? Mm-hmm. That was a really good movie. Yeah, it's a it's a real um, anomaly in uh, in the horror genre because it's like set in the world, the cutthroat world of book publishing. Mm-hmm. And it's well, it's, it.
1: it's an anomaly in his work, Nicholson's work too. I, I think it's a character like he's never played before. I mean, he, you know, he he played a good guy. Yeah, well, and also somebody I mean, who's kind I of. I mean, like, he's always been good. He's been good guys sometimes, but he, but I mean, like actually a good, just a good person.
0: Yeah, and kind of like um, um, like low energy. Type of guy, mm-hmm. like I mean, he's like that's not yeah. his uh, default setting. So it's uh, yeah, I I love Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> I just saw the last detail with my dad uh, for the first time, and uh, that was fantastic.
1: The last detail, I don't even know what that is.
0: That's the one. Um, it's a Hal Ashby directed it, and it's a Robert Town script, and it's about these two Navy guys who have to take a guy. Uh, they they're taking Randy Quaid to um, prison. For like mm-hmm. uh, 20 years because he stole um, uh, he stole uh, like 20 bucks out of the uh, out of some like charity, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, the I, I, they call uh, they call their superior officer, the big man or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it's like the big man's wife is like, uh, you know, the head of some charitable foundation. And anyway, this this naval officer is a kleptomaniac. So he he has a problem with compulsively shoplifting wherever Mm -hmm. he goes. And so he happened to shoplift the wrong 20 bucks. And it's about uh, this road trip, basically, like Jack Nicholson and this other guy take Randy Quaid on. Um, And it's a little bit like it's a scent of a woman type thing where it's like a tour of pleasures before they have Mm -hmm. to send this guy to jail for the rest Mm -hmm. of his life. And anyway, it's like it's like Jack Nicholson circa Cuckoo's Nest. So he's like at the peak of his powers. And it's uh, (laughs) it's really good. Uh, You should turn your video on.
1: I should turn my video on.
0: I, I only see the uh, the default. Uh...
1: Oh, oh! I thought we were staring at each other. Where? Oh, there it is. Okay. Here I am. Hey, good morning. Or uh, good morning. Late morning yeah. for you, early yeah. morning for me. Oh, well, I appreciate you doing a little bit early. I just figured, uh, I, you know, I just I, that way I won't be rushed at the end. Or yeah, or no problem. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what we're doing. See, this is I'm. I'm kind of. I mean, this is. It's unusual for me to be nervous about work in my old age, but it's like, this is, um, yeah, this is, I mean, this is, this is something that I've been wanting to, I mean, hell, I've been thinking about doing this stuff ever since I knew I could record myself on some of this stuff. And, uh, the, but, uh, you know, I'm, I'm totally, I'm confident as a writer, but not, not necessarily, you know, sort of as a performer, it's like, I don't, you know, and I, and I don't work off scripts good. So, so it's like, um, and I've, you know, and then with COVID, I've done a few of these things. The Berlin thing was the last one where I'm just basically, you you see the people out there in the little gallery, but it's like, I mean, I just, everything I do when I'm presenting has always been interactional. It's like whether people are talking to me or not. I mean, I just, I'm chatting them up, but it's like, you know, so, so I'm, I'm, I'm still at a loss when I don't have, the feedback of some kind of, some kind of interaction. So one of the things I was thinking was maybe if we did this as a, as more of a conversational thing, this, this would, would bring that into it a little bit. So, but I love but that. I'm, yeah. I'm wide open. I, I mean, I'm, but I want you to hear that, that, that I'm wide open to your creative input to these things and, and tell me what you think is going to be good for, for the, what we're, what we're creating here and and do not worry. I mean, I am uh legitimately insecure about doing this kind of thing just on my own, where I'm just trying to present some of my stuff. So if, if, and I'm not trying to say that so that it would make it harder for you to tell me something's not working, it would actually be fine with me. Cause it would, it would just say, you'd say, okay, let's try that a different way. Cause I know the information's fine. That's just need to, you know, this is just not one of my strong suits. I don't think in terms of presenting it.
0: Yeah, sure. Well, um, I'm just curious because, you know, Alan's putting his book out and, um, you know, what's the frontier for you these days in terms of like your work and, you know, um, your practice. And, you know, uh, I think that, uh, you're, um, you're doing some work that seems to dovetail a bit with, uh, you know, the work that he's doing. Mm-hmm. And of course you guys are collaborating on a book that's coming up, but, um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I mean, where do you, where does your imagination go these days when it comes to, you know, helping people, which is like the
1: baseline you know of it's your a, practice. It's, yeah. it's what we do for a living that's right it's um uh, well what one of the things you mentioned is is one of the things that's really uh, high on my list right now is that that we are we're work we are working on uh, the new book it's a, uh, emotional sobriety one day at a time and and uh and that's you know so we're writing these little thoughts for the days and reflections and and um then um, that's my favorite kind of writing i, I mean it's, it's like i've written I've, I've always said that i've done right i've written books and i've done build a books which build a books are, are the easier ones to do but it, because they're just they're sort of almost one page or a couple of page entries that you can kind of mix and match and they're also the kind of easier the, i call them books for people who don't read it's like uh so so i have some books like that where it's like somebody can just open it up any place and maybe get something out of that and that's kind of what i'm hoping that we can do with with uh With with this feature for for our podcast with emotional sobriety is is just give little uh, I'm calling it right now in my head nutshell workshop kind of thing just just because one of the one of the things that I have uh, been through in in my experience and working with in workshops with people is I've gone through a couple of little moments of crisis where um, uh, it's where I where I get insecure because I think this is just too fucking simple. You know, it's eventually I've just be, I've adopted the term. uh, This work is what I do is offensively simple. (laughs) It's like, it's like, and so beware that you don't make the mistake that I've made, which is to just rush past it because it seems so simple. And, and, and it's, you know, and, and a friend of mine pointed out to me, you know, Tom, the first book you ever wrote was called simple truth. So, you know, you might be, you know, clued into that, but, but but i think but what i what i want to be able to do is take those offensively simple ideas and because i believe so much in in Concepts, you know, what you've heard me say this before. Concepts are useless unless you transfer them or transform them into practice. And so that's, you know, we give a lot of information in the in the podcast. We we we, we go. We, we're I mean, there's a lot of content. I think from both Alan and myself. But I think the idea of having something that is that is briefer, right to the point, and just give somebody really almost a homework assignment if you want it, you know, kind of thing to, to, to work on, it would be, is, is kind of the goal I have for doing this kind of thing. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, and
0: why do you think what, you know, how to explain the reluctance about, uh, simplicity, you know, or do people just kind of, uh, assume that if something's simple, it's, um, uh,
1: yeah, I think, I think it, 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 they might, but no, I would, I would own that for myself. I would say, I would say, no, that's, that's, that's a, that's a remnant. That's a leftover from the days of when I was much, much harder on myself is, is the idea that's, you know, those, we often say these, these voices in our head, these little guys in our committee in this metaphor, in the intrapersonal process, it's like, they don't go away. We change our relationship with them. And that's one of the things these, these ex, this exercise I want to share today is, is about too, is, is to begin. Begin to change that relationship, but uh, they're still around, and and it's like, and there's just some things that that um you know, you know there's there are things we're insecure about. You know, if somebody says, you know, uh, you and I have had a conversation. I, I I I I I've always thought I have a weak chin. You know, I had I had uh, I had a bad experience. I, you know, I had 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 plastic surgery before it was cool when I was in high school because my orthodontist said he needed a. a, a, a chin implant you know so it's like because I had a receding chin and it's like but of course I have that and that was good but it's like I've always been insecure about it so that's the kind of thing here so if if we're talking about and as I've said this to you before Patrick that if if um, I think I'm probably more confident about what I write than what I present myself so it's like that's that's the sort of the growing edge for me still even at my age is is to get more confident with, uh, to get more confident with just being able to put this stuff out there by just saying it. And, uh, and as you know, I don't work well from scripts. So I try that. So <laughs> that's not work. So, so sometimes I just need to uh, do what, I, what I'm hoping to do here is just a little bit of a little piece of what I do when I'm when, you know, it's been a long time since I've been on the road doing the workshops, but, but I always love doing that stuff. I'm not worried. I don't get insecure about that. And what I do with that is I just, I just call it, you know, just sort of semi organized babbling. You know, I just I just get together with a group of people and, you know, big, big, uh, you know, medium or small. And and we uh, collaborate. It's just like it's big group therapy thing. Well, you're demonstrating how um,
0: it's good uh, to kind of go to the area you're uncomfortable in and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, drop yourself in the deep end. And, uh, you know, that's the best way to kind of grease the axles yeah. to get things moving in a certain direction. And uh, you do have a pretty cool radio voice, though. I like your uh, your accent. <laughs> we don't have accents here in California.
1: No, I know you don't. <laughs> it's it's uh I've all I mean I've always loved radio. I mean it's like it's it's like I just have you know, I some of my favorite favorite times in radio were were um back in the day of, of actual radio we you go to the radio studio and do these interviews. And, and, uh, there were some around, around here in Nashville, I do them on the road, uh, some too, but it's like the, uh, around here in Nashville, there were, there were a couple couple of guys that would get on the late night talk show. Uh, I can't even remember the show. It was, it was, uh, WTN here in Nashville. And, uh, we would do like two or three hours of call-in stuff to me as a therapist. And, um, uh, my, my, and I just, it just called people would call in. It's, uh, my favorite compliment. Uh, I sometimes hesitate to say this because it's, it's, it can maybe not sound that great about me, but, but it's like, I promise everybody was safe and sound at the end of this whole process. But my favorite compliment as, as a, as a radio person with, with as doing that kind of call in stuff was a producer at the end of a show. We had done three hours and taken several call-ins with two very intense ones. And she said, she said, um, you, you handled two suicidal callers tonight and you kept it entertaining the entire time. And like, there's something about that. I just have always remembered. And I thought, well, you know, that wasn't my, I mean, that wasn't my intention. I really wasn't trying to, to say, you know, well, I can't afford to help this person, i need to be more entertaining, but it's, it's like just the idea that we could actually pull that off and have listeners who were, could be interested in what we were doing and actually help people. Was, that's a high was, wire it, act for sure. It, 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 that's what it felt like. I appreciate that. Yeah. So I, lo- I love doing that. So, so back on the now that we're doing podcasts and stuff, I do feel like, you know, I get to, it's, it's, I guess it is today's radio, really. Yeah. Uh, as much as anything else.
0: I was going to ask um, when you think of your, uh, your mind's committee, you know, the, mm-hmm. the different voices that negotiate, you know, uh, for control, what do you picture? Yeah. I picture kind of like the table in Dr. Strangelove you know, mm-hmm. like an evil table where you know, they're all. Yep.
1: I've got, I've got two images that, that are pre- pre- predominant for me. One, one is one is a big conference table. Uh, uh, and I never thought about the strange love uh, thing, but that's, that's okay. That works. Um, and then the other, the other I have, and the one I draw when I'm, when I'm, when I'm showing this to, to, to uh, clients is um, just a circle uh, of, of, so I'll, you know, i just just uh, then. I'm not a very good artist, so I don't so I just draw little circles to represent all these different parts of myself, and I leave the 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 center part blank. And then what I do with that, I'm going to try to describe this the visual, you know uh, here, is is then I describe what I call pinball consciousness. Which is, which is if you don't have a center to that circle, if you don't have a hub of the wheel, what happens is I, I get my little marker out there and I, and I go from one across to the other and then back to another one, back to that same one I came from, then to another one, to another one. And I'm just bouncing all between all of these, in, inside that circle, I'm just bouncing back and forth all over the place, maybe getting stuck between two. And what I, my point being is that the reason... You know people get a little nervous when i start talking about intrapersonal process and um you know the multi the multiple that the nature of consciousness is multiple not singular which is the, the 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 very beginning of my work was that it's like it's to to dispel the myth of singularity and say you know there's no weird the mind is not singular it's multiple um and people can get kind of nervous when they when they hear that but my point about that is to say only when we don't have that center part which is that authentic self that decision maker that, that we talk about on the podcast so much it's like when in uh, all these other parts are can be parts, certainly parts of us but they they're not really who we are they're, they're 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 more the ones that are most active are those coping mechanisms you know those those defenses that we have and uh, other parts are just parts of of our like we talk about inner child work or things like that parts of us that are just kind of Uh, lost or clueless and, and this kind of, but, but we, we, we really lack a leader is in that in that scenario so that so my image going back to what you're asking about the image the image i have is where i will draw the circle inside the, the circle and then then draw lines from each one of the other characters to say okay here's how this works everything comes through me now if i'm if i'm the decision maker and there's a lot of different words we use authentic self we use decision maker uh sometimes uh people recovery voice is one of the ones i use a lot uh the, the you know but wisdom voice is another it's it's uh, whatever it doesn't matter what you call it it's like um, I'm a big believer that, that we get too caught up in language in this stuff sometimes. And so, you know, it's so the old Buddhist uh, saying of don't be sure and not mistake the finger pointing at the moon for the moon itself. You know, I think sometimes we get so caught up in the language that we go like, Oh, is this, is this that part or that particle? It's a metaphor, man. We can, we can change it any way we want to. It's like just, just, tools. As, long, just as long as it's working for you. Yeah. And if, and I tell people when I'm doing training workshops, it's like, and if, if it's not working, you know, it's like, change it, you know, make up your own right there on the spot. Uh, I don't care if I think this is the smartest thing in the world and I'm teaching it to you now. It's like, if it's not working, throw it out, you know, find something else, give it, you know, I always say give give things a good chance. But the back to that image is that, that the hub of the wheel image is one that basically says, everything comes through me. So, and that brings us back to that Viktor Frankl thing from the the wonderful psychiatrist who wrote Man's Search for Meaning, where Alan and I talk about that pause, that's right there after that, that, that first thought, or sometimes I'll say, you know, the shortcut to my version of this is first voice, second voice. And the and the first voice is in these situations is not us. It's, it's just a, it's a message. It's a learned program, whatever. The second voice is us. And, and, and the first thing that comes to us is it's not just this, but do we agree or disagree? So to use a, a very simple example, if, if I'm, if I'm dealing with a self condemning part, you know, uh, my That voice for me would say, uh, you know, I hate you, or it would. It would basically, it basically just says in my head, just fuck you, and 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 has that snarl to it that, you know, that it is very clear that it means what it says. And it's like, and so that's actually not something that's a question. So it's like it was agree or disagree. No, it is about agree or disagree because I need to reject. You know, what I need to do is I need to reject that. I've learned to reject that. And the way I the way I reject it is by saying "fuck you," and so that's the internal voice. Is is is, is, is uh, that's one of those those maybe offensively simple things, but the idea is you know "fuck you," no "fuck you," and then. I'm that's it. That's all I'm going to do. I'm not going to try to change that part. I'm not going to try to change any of these parts, but I'm, it's just like the alcohol. If the alcohol says, the alcoholism says, you know, you know, let's go, let's drink, or this is an okay reason to do that. Then basically, what do I do? What do any of us do who are in recovery? We, we, we learn to disagree, you know, we disagree and disobey. And that's what recovery is. And it's like, we know that behaviorally it's also, but I also include the, the mental process of this, the conversations we have in our head, the intrapersonal, um, process. I consider that really behavioral in that sense, because it really is, it is, it is actual communication that's going on inside our head. As a matter of fact, one of the things I'll, I'll send you to, so we can maybe put a link to it. Um, uh, with the notes with this is, uh, I have just a one-page thing that just describes, concise, pretty concisely what the intrapersonal process is that I that that I use. It might, you know, it's like it's it's a little. Some of it may be a little bit different than what Alan does, but it's like a lot of it's very similar. But but it just kind of lays out what that is, and it really is those in, internal codependent relationships because that's really what this is. It's it's like I'm giving my power away to you know like it, it's whatever this should monster thinks of me determines how I feel about myself. It's like, you know, no, it's like, I'm, you know, I don't, I don't need to, you know, what I, I, you know, I, I care about what you think of me. And if you, you know, if you have a negative thought about me, then you we're in, we're close enough. We can talk about it. Then let's do that. But if you're just judging me, it's like my job is in an emotional sobriety uh, frame is, is basically not to not care, but to, but to not let that control me. To not let that, you know, because I think a lot of times people make the mistake of thinking, oh, you're telling us not to care what other people think. It's like, no, I mean, I no, I, I we all know people who don't give a shit what other people think. And I don't I don't want to be those guys. It's just I mean, one
0: it's, voice in the committee. You know, I yeah, mean, I think yeah. that's that's the idea. Right. You disaggregate mm-hmm. yourself and you can kind of mm-hmm. maintain some distance. Right, between right. Yourself and the the input.
1: Right. And and, and and it is very much like I was saying, it's, it's, it's very much uh, a, 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 it really mirrors the interpersonal world, too. It's like the, the same. The, I'm, I'm. just one of the things I'm fascinated about working with this stuff internally is that that the, you know, everything we're doing in this intrapersonal process is about relationships with, with myself. Even if, even if it's a message, like, say, you say, oh, I got that from my Uncle John, it's like okay well we we'll we we'll, 're going to mark that we're going to put that we may even put that in the experiential piece that we 're doing, but we're, what we're going to be dealing with is the internal version of that message because it's the internal version of that, not your actual uncle John, that is the problem it's the It's the satellite of those those parental messages mm-hmm. that we've got, and so the idea is people will get so stuck in thinking. I need to, you know, I have to, uh, I have to get my dad or my mom, I have to get this from my dad or my mom, or I need them to understand something like that. It's like, well, you may want them to understand that. And that would be a wonderful thing, but you don't have to have them do that in order for you to be better because you already as an adult, as Bob, uh, Robert Subby, who wrote lost in the shuffle uh, says as as children were victims, as adults were volunteers. And I I love that idea that that it doesn't, it's not saying it's our, it become our fault that it happened when we get to be adults but it is our responsibility to uh to change it that's such a mountain you know is recognizing that uh uncle bob
0: is you know there's Uncle Bob, and then there's mm-hmm. what we're deciding to do about right. our reaction right. <laughs> to right. Uncle yeah, Bob's
1: the, antics. And the, and, the, and the Uncle Bob satellite is so much more the issue. But the most important about that is that's where the that's where the 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 solution lies. Not not and, and literally just the same as interpersonally. Not because we're going to change the, the internal version of well, we're going to change our relationship to it. It's like it's you know it takes and it and it takes practice. And that's one of the reasons that we practice this separation thing is it takes practice and it takes, and, and I always want people to know that one of the most important things about practice is repetition. It's like, it's, if you're going to learn to do anything else, if you're learning to play a musical instrument, if you're learning a sport, if you're learning anything, it's, it's like you're, you know, you don't do it one time and then you, you got it right. It's like you, do, you, if you want to master it, you have to do it over and over and over and over again. And, uh, and, you know, and, and that's the way it works. It's, it's like you have to, you know, and I've seen people so often just get insights from a book or listen to a podcast or something like that. And then they, they, they feel good. They feel good. It works kind of in their head, they're thinking, and then they become disappointed later because they're not, they're not, it's not sticking. Well, there's not sticking. And, I, and this is good news. It's like, it's not like, I'm just not like in your face confrontation, but it is a bit of a conversation of saying, no, you have to actually we have to actually get this behaviorally specific, even if it's a thought process behaviorally specific is the way I think about it is what is it? that you need to be saying in response to to, to the uncle Bob satellite. It's like, what are you, what, what's going to work for you? Not to change uncle Bob, but to, but to change your position. And it's like, and and I want people to know like anything else, when you're learning something new, it's, you're not going to be any good at it at first. It's like, it's okay. It's like, you're going to, you know, uncle Bob says, says a, B and C. And you're going like, no, what's true about me is X, Y, and Z. It's like the first time you say that back, you know, it's it's not going to feel very strong. You're, you know, I'm going to say, well, say it anyway. You know, what's the truth? And it's like ultimately, we're not going to stay in the conversation. We we do talk back to these these characters in our heads, but it's it's a matter of feeling your own power. Sometimes it's really good just to be able to, well, I call it putting the fuck you in the right place rather than at myself. You know, at at the, at the message in my head that is basically. And that's the other thing I want people to know. It's not really uncle Bob, it's not really your mom or dad. So you're not hurting anybody because people get really nervous and disloyal they feel they're disloyal or something whenever they're talking about family. It's like, no, this is an internal process and it's not it's not about blaming. It's um it's it's, it's about taking responsibility and making changes.
2: Mm.
1: Or my my sponsor my first sponsor in the AA used to say, uh, "Blame's a good place to visit, you just don't want to live there." And so I and I, I like that, that idea because sometimes we need to go through that process where it, it just feels, we just, it's not about, it's not really about blaming It's about getting it off of ourselves. Mm. You know what this is, I didn't do this, you know?
0: I have a friend who uh, just last night I found out he's um, he's having to visit his father in the hospital um, a year after cutting him out of his life because he discovered that his father was molesting his sister. Mm. And, uh, to have to i mean to have to navigate those emotional spaces requires i think a, a level of fortitude that you know i'm oh, yeah. certainly not at and um you know i think i'm at the i'm at the stage in my uh striving towards some level of emotional sobriety where i just um i just try and uh put some space and time between the stimuli and when I'm responding to the stimuli mm-hmm. to try not to be as reactive as I used mm-hmm. to be. And to try to, you know, That's I guess huge. just be, yeah, be more judicious and recognize you know, the different voices and the faces on the, on the committee before, right. you know.
1: Uh, well, it's what when in doubt, take a beat. And it really is that it's like so often, you know, if we look back at our history, the, how, why do we get ourselves in It's, it's this impulse that these and, and reflexes really, I mean, and the idea is, and that's, and that's what the separation thing does. So yeah, it's, uh, and by the way, I want to say this about, about you and anybody else who's, who's listening. It's like, when you say when you see your friend doing that, and you go, you know, I'm not there. I can do that. It's like I've, I've been in places several times in my life where I've looked at somebody else who's going through something and I see something that I, that they're doing that I believe is admirable and difficult as hell. And I say I couldn't do it. And it's like and, and I have one good one really good friend. I remember she told me one time, she said, she said, and it was about, it was about her interaction with her father as he was dying. And I said, well, that's never going to happen in my family. And she said, you don't know. She said, I would have said the same thing. And sure enough, I flash forward a little while. And I was having this conversation with my own dad where we were talking about stuff that I would have never thought possible. And so one of the things I tell people is what, first of all, what I remember reading from Christopher Reeves, uh, first book called still me, um, was was is basically people would tell him how could you do what you did after your accident how do you keep going on and do it and he, he said i wouldn't have thought i could do that he said he said i i there was no way i would have believed i would have wanted to live or, or and he said there were times where i didn't but it's 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 like but he but he said you cannot and he just he just said that from such a place of authority where he was to say you can't know until you're there you know, and I and I so I think that we I think we owe it to ourselves to hold on to that and realize that those people we're watching people go through stuff before us and there are role models and it doesn't mean we have to be just like that person or that person doesn't, doesn't mean you'd make the same choices, but it's like we're collecting these role models. You know, we've talked about we talked about recently my my friend who's died who was dying in 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 Dallas with pancreatic cancer and he he died a, few, a, a week about a week ago, and uh, you know and it's he's one of those guys that. Uh, and I'm, I'm still texting him. I don't stop texting people because they're dead. <laughs> it's like, his, his wife is clicking, clicking comments, uh, clicking comments. So I think she's getting the message. But one of the things I was saying to him, th- because through my grief process, by t- continuing to text with him was, was, you know, that just talking about what I saw, how the, how much courage I saw in him dealing with as much pain as he dealt with and, and, and listen to him when he would, when I would talk to him. And then when later, when we were just texted and his concern for other people, you know, was was still so prevalent and so 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 much there. And I just, you know, and I mean pain pain brings about natural narcissism. You know, there's a certain level of pain at any time for anybody, one of us, there's a threshold at which fuck you, I, you know. I've, I've got to go, you know, or, or you know, if you're, you know, take me to the hospital, <laughs> whatever it is. But it's like the idea when somebody's going through something that is that chronic and longstanding and and uh, in this case where they, where he understood that it's not going to it's not going to end with him getting better it's it's amazing how different parts of us in those situations will come forward. You know, talk about different aspects of our personality, but it's like, it's, you know, and and I look at that and I go, and what I do nowadays is I think, okay, okay, if he can do it, I can do it, you know, and I just try to remember that.
0: You know, I've, I've, uh, I took my cake uh, for my three year sobriety anniversary Mm -hmm. recently. And um, what the thought that keeps coming back to me is that um, I didn't know when I uh, got, was getting sober and going to the meetings and kind of, getting my shit together that I was kind of doing a dry audition for the stresses of the pandemic that was soon to (laughs) fall on top of all of us. And, uh, and just thinking about like, if I hadn't, you know, begun working on myself and trying to really, uh, grapple with life on life's terms, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I don't, wouldn't have been any kind of shape to, um, whether the life changes and just all the kind of intense, um, yeah. Uh, you know, we all went through that. We know what it was. So, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I, uh, so I guess we're always kind of, uh, auditioning or preparing for some, you know, debts that uh we haven't plumbed yet
1: well yeah, own, yeah. And, you, and you're also we're also if we're paying attention we're also always learning and and, and what you just did just then was was one of the things we you know we talk about living we so much is about focusing on the present being in the moment not living in the in the in the past or, or the or the future but what you just talked about there is a beautiful uh, alan quotes this a lot because he loves my little nutshell that says learn from the past and get the hell out of there it's uh uh but he, he uh You just described a wonderful way that is very healthy and very much a present tense experience to kind of go back and review what the the last year has been and what you've done. It's like because what we're doing is we're reviewing that and, and we are we're gathering up what we've learned from that. And part of what you learn from that is about your own strength. And about your own, your own integrity. You go like, okay, you know, in, in your, in, the humility's right there. I get it. You're going, like, I got, you know, I don't, you know, I don't know that I could have done it if, if I hadn't had the head start on with recovery. But, and I, what I would say is, but we don't know that either. You know, uh, it's, it's like, we, we can't, we can't compare it to a parallel universe. Not, you know, not where we're not in, but, uh, but I get what you're, what you're saying, but it's, it's like, I love the idea that, it, you know, and I'm, I'm encouraging people that I work with a lot of times to that we do a little time travel exercise every so often and just go back and, and say, let's, let's, you know, because, you know, we, we, um, we, habituate human beings habituate to anything, you know, any, 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 we get used to it really too easily. And it's, it's, um, so it's good to go back and kind of surprise our younger selves in a way to say, you know, what, And what I'll just say is like, if, you know, if, if you went back and told you from two years ago that you just did this and this and this and thought this, what would that version of you say, you know, and, and a lot of times the answer for me has been, well, he would he would say you're full of shit and you're yeah, i don't know yeah who that's you are, about but this, it yeah this is a trick it's like <laughs> you're lying to me and it's like and it's like and i think that's so impo- important for people to to see that even though we just do it by taking putting one foot in front of the other over over a period of time we're accomplishing big things in this process big things yeah i mean i'm i feel like
0: uh generally I'm pretty deadlocked in in terms of seeing things about human beings that inspires me and then seeing things about human beings that just uh, pulls me into the doldrums, you know, but I mean, it's like, it's dead even. And, and, and that, that struggles always taking place. And I always try and give as much, uh, you know, stage to the positive as I can, uh, you know, because that keeps me in right action. And
1: well, you know, that's what, that's also one of the things where we're listening to Alan talk about, about you know his 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 angle on on emotional sobriety it helps me too when you talk about those those um because that's that's quite a split when we're looking at if we're you if you and i and we've had conversations about this where we're looking panning back and looking at the big picture of you know humankind and and or just even our you know maybe politically for our nation it's like it's i mean it's it's even kind of a bit of a um uh understatement to say some of it is just heartbreaking, but it is, it it does include that. And it's, and it's like in discouraging as hell. Um, and that's one of the things where I've really tried to remember the things that that we've talked about is in our in the podcast thing, which is which is pay attention to what are the expectations. It's like, OK, well, if the expect and the expectation isn't it's about, you know, it's about us. It's like the expectation that I is in dangerous for me is is people, people who are that I believe are really messed up in their thinking. They're really, ha- are really, you know, causing tremendous amount of, of tr- problems and turmoil in, in our world have to change in order for me to be okay. <laughs> it's like, well, that's not going to work if I'm going to be okay, you know? And it's like, I mean, and and to me, somehow that's even more prevalent. That's more obvious to me. And I don't think it's any I don't think it's any more any different for me than it is for you. But it's, but but there's there's always something about that. The time frame when, when at my age at 67, it's like the, I'm going like, OK, well, what's, what's the truth? I just go through the little thing, thing saying, well, the world's going to be messed up when, you you know, the day you exit, even if it's even if you're going to live to be 90 years old. It's like, you know, it's always it's, uh, it's like Roseanne, Rosanna Dana on Saturday Night Live used to say it's always something. You know, I think I'm quoting her. correctly. <laughs> I hope I am. Uh, and as, so, yeah, I think that, but I think the idea of being sure this is a place of multiplicity really applies because to me, being sure that I stay in even when I can feel the pain that I can actually feel in my, I feel it in my chest when you talk about, you know, the, the, the dark side of what we're seeing and what, what we know about human beings. Um, you know, it, is is that that yeah, I, my awareness of that also needs to make room for the good side the good stuff and it can and, and i have to i'm finding finding a way to it needs to coexist because that's that's what this is about it's about inclusion not exclusion and what we have discovered have we what we know doesn't work is personally or in the broad picture of of, of, of human interaction it doesn't work to disown all the negative aspects of yourself and project it because you would project it onto other people. And then they're the bad guys and you're the good guy, the bad the power struggle that has to take place, whether it be about addiction, whether it be about how I feel about myself and whether it be all the way out into the global politics has to, has to be, we need to find a way to make room for all of that inside of ourselves. And that's where we'll find that's where we're going to find peace. You can't find it by projecting it all out there. That makes sense.
0: yeah. Well, that tracks, you know, with mm-hmm. my limited experience. Um, uh, I liked uh, this Cornell West quote I heard the other day, uh, you know, sing the blues so you don't succumb to the blues, you know? <laughs> I love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also uh, be ruthless with institutions and be kind to people. Uh, those are the two nutshells that. I'll, oh, I love all that. that makes. Yeah, that's,
1: yeah. Those are good ones. Um, and, and boy, those are both very important. It's like, yeah. Well, um,
0: are we doing now? I just want to be clear. Are we doing the workshop right now, or did you have a thing that you wanted to, uh, you know, uh, throw into the it's, mix? Uh, no,
1: what you did is, what you did is, is you, you. Uh, first of all, you helped me. Uh, you, uh, you did a beautiful job of of helping me deal with my anxiety that I, that I began with, and uh, so the yeah I I touched on the the stuff, but the workshop itself, if if we were going to do that, and and like I said, this may be a different whole different thing. I like I love this conversation. Is you know what I was going to do with that that uh, and let me just ask you this: Would you want would you want to do that as a part of this conversation, or would you want to do that as a separate short piece? Oh well, let's integrate it uh, into the conversation. I think that'd be great. Okay, Okay. listeners would probably appreciate it. Okay, well, what I was going, what I was going to do is just go. I was just going to go through something. uh, uh, It's kind of a this is the most organized thing you'll ever see me do. I actually have some notes about it. I'm excited. um, (laughs) see if i can pull it off it's like it's you know and it's it's you know alan refers to this uh the term he would come up with 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 this is differentiation uh alan i always say that alan pays more attention and and he, he really enjoyed his education and paid attention i was drinking all through school so so i you know i came up with simpler words and my word here is just simply separation and and it's like so it's so what I'm, what we're talking, I'll, I'll describe it this way. When I, when I've done workshops, when I used to do, do workshops on the road, and I guess I'll do them again soon um, is I, you know, I would often begin by asking the, the, the audience I say, how, how many of you, how many of you talk to yourselves? And, you know, yeah, people who come to see these workshops, most, most people would probably raise their hands. But then of course the, the, the joke, the cleverness, I think I have there, is as I say, okay, those of you who didn't raise your hands, how many of you just said, do I talk to myself? you know, and it's like that usually gets a a, a laugh and we realize that we all talk to ourselves. That's the main thing I want to say. That's how we think we, we talk to ourselves, we ask questions, we answer questions, we do all, all of this. What we need to do is in, instead of worry about whether we're to ourselves or not, is we need to know that we do, and we need to get better at it. And one of the ways you need to get better at it is you need, you have to be able to identify the characters and, you know, and I always, like I said, I've said before, always caution. This is this, you know, um, always beware. if it gets confusing, remember, it's a metaphor. You can change it any way you want to. It's like, but, I have a uh, I I haven't even thought about this, but I have a I have a a sheet I'll I'll send this to you for at least for your education and maybe we'll even mention it again and put it out for the for the for the listeners It's it's like, and it's a it's, it's it's actually a conversation between between a person and their critic their inner inner bullshit critic and and but there are no there's it's 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 like you're looking at a play or a dialogue that's written but but there's no designation of characters so it's just it's just a bunch of contradictory lines like waiting for Godot yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes. It's like it's like you're, good, but it's like you know you're a piece. You, you, you know you're. Uh, uh, You know I'm a piece of. Sh- and before we switch to pronouns, so it goes. Say I'm a piece of shit. No, I'm not a piece of shit. I'm a good person. No, you're not a good. I'm not. A, I'm not a good person. I. You know that. And it's just. And it's just like. And it's just confusing as hell. And then I take the exact same sentences on the second page, and I divide them up into this conversation between me or one person and another. And one is saying, you know, and, and do we do, so we do the first thing that's about separation which which a client of mine years ago just said was she called it pronoun therapy it's like so what we're going to do is something that one of the offensively simple things is we're going to take we're going to we're going to we're going to change the pronoun we're going to take that the i pronoun away from what we see is is that the internal culprit, basically, the, the saboteur. It's like, so if it's okay, so so if it's alcohol, let's just do the simple thing, alcohol. So if, if it's about that, then, then all of a sudden, from here on, as I'm going to write these things down, uh, I'm going to, you know, if the alcohol, if the alcoholism is talking, then, uh, then it's, it has to use, it has to speak to me in the second person, which means, Tom, you, you know, rather, in other words, rather than I need a drink, it has to be Tom, you need to drink, and that leaves and, and this creates the separation if, 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 if we're, being, we're audio here, but I, but I put my hands together, clamp my hands together, and then just take my hands and separate them just even just a few inches and say, Okay, now, now, now you have enough d- differentiation there. See, um, yeah, Alan's having a good effect on me. I'm calling differentiation now it's, it's differentiation separation to where the, the problem definition changes. And this is this is the key and this is I mean, this changes, this, this part, I don't have any problem. I don't feel embarrassed about it being offensively simple because I've seen it happen again and again. And I see it happen in my life when I forget it and remember it, it's, it's, it changes everything because now the problem definition is not the fact in this, in this example that I have alcoholism or that I have a message that says drink. It is the, the problem is that I tend to agree and obey. So that, that that the alcohol says drink and I say yes and go, you know, and, and do that. Now, before I have the separation, I don't I'm not aware of that conversation at all. That's all I'm, you know, in other words, before, before it really is the best way to describe that is possession. I am possessed by this. So it, it, it has the I pronoun, it takes over, it says, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this. It's, it's, but when the separation happens, and we're going to be able to do this with, with inner critics, with other sabotaging voices, but with the separation, the problem definition becomes agreeing and, and obeying. So the, the, now the, so we have a goal, which is what I mentioned it earlier is to learn, to disagree and disobey. And it's like, so we're, it's actually, it's actually this inner, this, this inner rebellion, that we're, that we're going to do. We're going to stand up to, to these, to these voices. And it's like the, con- this is a beautiful example of what I would say about the, the concept does nothing for us and le- without practice. First of all, we have to get as clear as we can about what those messages are for each individual. It's like my messages are not your messages. And, and we, and so that's one of the processes we, we go through, but, once you do, then did then, then you have to begin to look at how how am I going to how where am I going to start? how am I going to speak back? so once you once you can get to to that place, is you have that separation. and and that's and that and at this point, what I would say is that's kind of, that's, that's kind of where we would, we would find a, a an end point for the workshop and the first workshop, because there's more about responding. But what, what I, what I always teach people is, is they very often will be very, kind of disappointed that um, that what's going to happen is that they're, they're going to become with it, with this exercise, they're going to become more aware of how they're messed up, you know, but there's not a solution in it yet. I want, you know, go like, but the idea is awareness is so important here. It's it's like, because people will say, so I'll, I'll send them away from a first session, for instance, or in a workshop, they will break into groups and say, okay, so write, write, uh, uh, I just say the easiest way to do it at first is just two columns. Just write the messages of the negative, negative messages that you're getting, whatever that, that doesn't have to be alcohol, it doesn't have to be anything, it's negative messages, and be sure you, you, you take the I pronoun away, you, you write it in the second person, Tom, you or Patrick, you, you know, and it's, it's a lot of times they're expressed in, in uh, rhetorical questions, you know, like like if they're just generally insulting questions like like a lot of us have, it's they'll be like, you know, Patrick, why, you know, why, why are you why are you that way? It could be something as, as innocuous as that. But inside us, you say, OK, what does that feel like? Oh, it's deeply shaming. You know, it's like so some some of some of these guys are very blatant and they cuss and scream and holler like mine has. But others are kind of. But, but the main thing is that we're, we're listening for and feeling the, the spirit of the message. And then on the other column, you're putting over there. What's my response? And this is the key what you're going to find when you're doing this if you've never done this before what you're going to find is the response is going to be what i call a yes position it's going to be you know people people think oh well i'm not doing it right because i'm not disagreeing it's like we don't expect you to disagree right now that would be ridiculous i mean that would be you wouldn't need any of this if 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 you were already doing that so the the hard part is as you know sometimes we just have to sit with the difficulty and the difficulty there is this and it doesn't mean you can't go ahead and, and and not pick up the drink or, or, you know, not fully buy. You may begin now by having this conversation, not buy into the fact that, you know, or the way I used to say it is, is I got to the place before I got to where, you know, when it would say you're, you're fucking, you're a total fucking idiot, you know, that I got to the place where I finally found some reasonable doubt and could actually get to the place where I said, well, maybe possibly, Uh I may not be entirely a total fucking idiot. You know and it's like people go like well what's that it's like oh that's progress yeah <laughs> at the time it's like just a possibility that that might be wrong because inject because, a little doubt yeah because these that's one of the weirdest things about these inner saboteurs is they they speak with such authority they speak in and, and, and it's, a, it's actually one of the fascinating things to me about doing this work is because here we are people who have, uh, and I know this about you as, as well as me, is, is long histories of, of massive self-doubt, but we have these characters in our head in this metaphor to never experience it. They're, they they, right. they, they never, they never have a bad day and say, you're a piece of shit, but you know, consider the source. I, I could be wrong. You know, they don't, they, there's none of that. It's like, it's, I don't know how that works, but what I do know is that what I believe I should say is that tells me that's not a part of your authentic self. Right. That's, they're just, they're a just learned, phantoms that's a learned program. It's like, it's one of the reasons that when we get to other other kinds of therapy, where they talk about different parts, when they say, Oh, you got to integrate that and love that part and go like, no, not, a, you don't, in my, in, in, in you know, and in, in everybody, it, it, you can do this in lots of different ways, but in this particular metaphor system, there are pieces, there are parts, there are parts we're going to discover that are parts of our authentic self. And there are parts that are, and I love your word where you just said they're phantoms. It's like, that's, I, that's beautiful. It's like, it's because they're they're really just they're just recorded messages uh, uh, from from a, from a program that has been installed in there in some way and in lots of sometimes different ways. But but it's like, no, we we can ultimately I want people to know once you separate from that, you can ultimately reject that and you can you can, can you can you can continue to reject it. we can't get rid of it i don't know how to get rid of that stuff the stuff fades it, i mean it, it's 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 sort of the irony of that is that, you know when, when does it go away it goes away when you when you stop needing it to go away when you don't give a shit you know it's like it's it's basically stalker psychology you know don't feed don't get any any feedback to the stalker is is positive feedback you know if you if you um if if somebody if, if somebody's calling you on a regular basis, stalking you, and you and I say, Don't don't answer the phone at all. Don't ever answer the phone when it calls. And then you wait six months, and but then you just are upset that day, and you pick up the phone to say "fuck you." It's like what the stalker just learned: it takes six months to get your attention. (laughs) And so the idea is now it's going to be longer than than that. So what we teach people to do is to begin to to divest their energy from from this stuff. And at first, at first we do, and I can explain that stuff later if people have questions too. But we do do some do interaction with these things. But it's not a matter of trying to change yet. It's it's a matter of of differentiating who you are versus that that character because because a lot of times what we know is we know more about those negative characters than we know about ourselves because we've been underneath that we've been we're the ones that are possessed by that so we get to that place as in any of us addicts know that feeling of when you take away things we go oh shit now what yeah you know, who am i now you know and this happens throughout the process because because we this is this is stuff we thought was our identity And it's not so, you know, so that's the way I I started is have people write that stuff down as, as an exercise and then, and then share it with somebody they trust and, and begin the process of, of even before you start to try to fight back, just be aware of the problem, which is, which is I'm in a relationship inside my own mind in which I am codependently attached. I am agreeing and obeying with messages that are not true. And so that brings up. So I'll, I'll wrap this piece up with the question that I ask people a lot of times is make a list of, of beliefs that you have that you know are not true. You know, make a belief, make a, make a things you really believe and you know it's not true. That because those are those messages, you know, that I, you know, I, that I am a total complete piece of shit. It's like, believe it. Yeah. Believe it. It's like, is it true? Nope. You know, the beginning of, this process
0: of understanding for me was, I I think it was Eckhart Tolle, you know, um, years ago, um, you are not your thoughts, you are the one listening to your thoughts. And I mean, yes. that blew yeah. my mind when I, very simple, yeah. but also very, you know, I mean, because I was a person who was just like in living entirely in this uh, imaginary world of my head that was really,
1: you know tough to navigate, especially when you've got uh, addiction issues. Yeah. Right. Well, and the other piece about that, that, Oh, it's beautiful. And that's, yeah. And that is, and that's it in a nutshell too. It's like, like you're not your thoughts. You're the one listening to the thoughts you're, and what we're adding here is that you're the respond, you're the guy responding to the thoughts. It's like, it's like, so what are you going to, you know, what are you going to do with that? And, and it's like, and uh, you know, and what we get to is, is a lot of times we get to the place where we what we're doing with a lot of the, the negative saboteur thoughts is nothing. It's, um, you know, my, one of my favorite exercises to direct people in sometimes as they get down farther down into the recovery is what I call quiet defiance. It's, it's like, and that's just where, if you can imagine we were having a conversation and imagine for, for a moment that, that my, you know that my alcoholism is sitting there next to me, and 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 something that goes on, and and he and he, he he interrupts and says something to me about well, this you know because of this and this and this, you know you guys talking about people being horrible, and and you know you had your friend die and everything. It's like it's not it's, it's a good day to have a drink, and so the quiet defiance would be I would pause for a moment, just glance to the side, look at him and then come right back to the conversation and go, okay, what were you saying? You know? And so it's like, it's, it becomes a matter of I'm acknowledging for myself that this, this is there. I'm not going to, I'm not hiding from it. I'm not running from it. I'm just going like, you know, and it's almost like a little silent. Yeah. Thanks for sharing. Not surprising. You know, that, because that's, <laughs> that's the answer you have for everything, you know, how, you know, what, what, you know, who comes, you know, I call that is tequila, the, that is his only boy. answer. That's his, that's his only, <laughs> he is a one trick pony, man. <laughs> one uh, hit wonder you, yeah listen, let's let's use something let's, let's get high <laughs> or as tally says on on south park well we just get a little high <laughs> tally <laughs> god i love that show still, still on show i know yeah it's amazing those guys those guys got the last laugh from their high school
0: yeah i mean um That was, I mean, the mundanity of like their Colorado, uh, upbringing, you know, really did a number on them, (laughs) which I, yeah, I just love that. I love that that something so vibrant can, can be spun out Mm -hmm. of, you know, just a real, uh, you know, such a nothing,
1: uh, early chapter. Right. Absolutely. I've just started reading Jack Handy's, uh, novel. Did you know Jack Handy wrote a novel? No, I didn't know that. The, the deep thoughts from you know the, he has a. I remember that and, from uh, SNL. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He did deep thoughts and did a lot of those books. But it's like literally, I'm lay, lying in bed last night, and, and it's like, and I read these little promos for it, and it's, it's talking about people saying they laugh out loud. It's like I'm I'm laughing and I'm just laughing out loud. It's he's just so funny. It's like it's just, I mean, every page is just hilarious. It's we'll it's, to- it's, it's it's called the it's called. um what is it called? Something about the stench of I think it's called the stench of Honolulu. <laughs> <laughs> that
0: sounds like a Roger Corman movie from uh you know the sixties or something. Yeah. <laughs> it might
1: be. That might be a good topic, yeah. So Well, this was wonderful. Well, well, thanks. And thanks for thanks for helping me with this. This is this is uh, yeah, this is Yeah, well, it goes both this ways good for and- me. Yeah.
0: And, um, you know, I'm going to get this on uh, YouTube for our audience and uh, Mm -hmm. as well as the other platforms. And, um, you know, we're both looking forward to uh, Alan's uh, return. I'm sure he'll have a lot of stories to tell us about, uh, you know, his transition to, uh, Mm -hmm. well, not not, uh, Philadelphia, but uh, somewhere in pennsylvania right he's uh well it's, Do- it's, teleporting.
1: it's yeah to- to- but but when he landed i think they landed in philadelphia it's like and and I, this might be a text that he sent to both of us i can't remember it probably was both of us but but the thing i think he let us know first was that he'd had his first uh, piece of, uh, of pizza. Oh yeah. You know, I, he, did, I didn't get that. Text, did you know, so get that. Oh, well, I feel special. It's like, yeah, he, he had landed it, oh, I think I'd asked him a question that, that, about something and he, and he said he landed, it landed in Philadelphia and he had already had his first, first piece of pizza. It's like, <laughs> 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 going, all right, he's going to be okay. Well, I'm
0: still hoping for that. Uh, you know, uh, we can get that
1: TikTok video
0: going of him jogging up the Rocky steps and, you know, doing the, uh, you know, Oh, we need that. Absolutely. Yeah. That'd be amazing. Yeah.
1: Yeah we we'll, will see about let, that. If I if I get there, I'll do one of my me crawling up. It's like <laughs> <laughs> I love the ending of, of Rocky Balboa where they show oh, all yeah. the all the all the people, all the tourists and everything running the steps. Well,
0: what's it's fun beautiful. about about that movie in particular is that when he gets up the steps, he's holding a little dog in his free arm. So it's uh, mm-hmm. you know. I know
1: is a uh, uh, punch punchy Punchy, right? Yeah. yeah. I'll see you soon. We'll get another one of these going. Let me know, and I'll let people know about it. Thank you. See Thanks you so much, Tom. Take care. Right, bye.
2: Tinge your life. Tinge your myth. Cultivate your narrative with whomever you're with. Then, we're glass in hand and children on one knee, bring some stories. Bring your stories back to me. It ain't a crime to be a human Never be ashamed to be yourself Rest assured that whatever you're doing Will entertain me like nobody else So here's to us, my old friends Until it's time to drink the wine and break the bread again With glass in hand and children Bring some stories Bring your stories Back to me